Well, good afternoon. Welcome to the very first podcast episode that I have ever done, and to the very first episode of Tractor Talk, more specifically, a podcast about faith and life and everything in between both of those topics. So, I appreciate all of my listeners that are listening in right now and um, my goal really with this new podcast is to help those who are Christians true blood-bought believers who are listening to this podcast to grow in their relationship um, with the Lord Jesus because we will be reading from Scripture we will be taking things from Scripture and um, you know reading over those and learn how to grow in the Lord Jesus and then Um, My other goal, amongst the many, is to help those who may be listening who are not true believers in the Lord Jesus Christ um, to maybe come to know Him by um, the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the only way you do come to know the Lord Jesus is through the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, So just trust in the Lord. And um, I guess one of my last goals um, is just to be able to share some words of wisdom or some golden nuggets if you will of wisdom that I've learned over my 20 years just from my grandparents people I've worked for my friends just just whoever and we'll, we'll have a good time telling stories and honoring the Lord and just um, discussing different topics so that is what the goal of this podcast is and I hope a lot of you will tune in and listen y'all have a good one over now so guys and in my first very short episode I I kind of enlightened um, on what the central focus of this podcast is gonna be and so I guess if I'm gonna be doing the podcast I better let my listeners get to know me a little bit a little bit about me um so I was born in Lubbock Texas on April 10th of 2000 um, and we lived there for a little bit and then I moved to Alpine Texas with my parents which is there by Big Bend area and then from Alpine we moved to Canyon Texas which is by WT um, and close close to Amarillo and we lived there for about five years my dad worked as a police officer there at Paldera Canyon State Park some of you may know where that is, some of you may not. Um, anyhow, we lived there for about five years, and then my dad quit working there, and we moved to Lubbock, and we lived with my aunt and uncle in Lubbock at their house for about, oh, close to about a year, and we found a house in Crosbyton, Texas, which is east of Lubbock, and have been residing there or let me take that back I lived there for about five years and I moved out of the house when I graduated at 19 I'm 20 now I graduated 19 I moved out of the house and moved in with a couple of my buddies from Crosbyton and surrounding area and we moved to a little town or moved to a house outside of a little town called McAdoo Texas which is east of Crosbyton in between Crosbyton Texas and Dickens Texas so 
that is kind of where I've lived and what I've done just a little bit, but really more what I would like to draw attention to, my, my faith, my faith in Christ. That That is the, if not, I mean, it, it is the important thing in my life, the number one thing in my life, and I pray that I don't live hypocritically of that statement. Um, you know, I, I grew up in a church home, and in a home that was filled with love, love of the Lord, um, go to church every Sunday and stuff like that, and, you know, raised in a good, solid, moral home, solid Christian home, and and I was taught the gospel very early, and the gospel um, of Jesus Christ, you know, that, that Christ Jesus died, was buried, and rose again on the third day. That's the gospel, the simple gospel right there. Um, you know, I at four years old, I, I really don't remember a whole lot about being four years old, but I do remember being in my mom's bedroom with her, and we were reading this little storybook Bible. And uh, I think that is kind of where I started, you know, in, in, in my faith, you know, wanting to become a Christian. But then as I grew up and as I, you know, matured and stuff like that, I mean, going through kindergarten all the way through middle school and even into some of my high school years, I, I really debate if I was a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, if, if had I died during that time, if I would have gone to heaven or to hell, because I look back over my life and I see that I really did not bear much fruit and a lot of it was just a false profession. You know, I would, I would go to churches and go to church camps and say the, the sinner's prayer and stuff like that. Well, the problem with the sinner's prayer is that it's somebody else leading me in saying it. There is no really recognition of my sin. There's really, on my part, you know, there's no really true faith or true, you know, need in my eyes, you know, because someone else is leading me in it. It's not really my own profession of faith. You know, so I would say those things and I would, you know, I would just struggle like, am I saved, am I saved, am I saved, or whatnot. And, um, hold on here just a second, I'm trying to get the tractor to get lined, lined back up here in the, in the right manner. But, uh, anyways, I would, you know, I would just struggle and struggle and struggle and, you know, just go back and forth on my faith. It was never a solid commitment to the Lord. It was never a solid, like, Lord, I'm all the way in. You know, like I would say it, but I would never really live it out. You know, I, I struggled with pornography for years, for years and years. I struggled with pornography. You know, it, it wasn't a, it was a surface thing. When I was about, oh, nine or ten years old, um, you know, but then after that I had repented of it for a little bit, but then, man, I just got back into it. I, I just got back into it. It wasn't nothing for me to watch videos on YouTube or watch videos on Instagram and, you know, just, just things like that. I mean, very sinful, evil living, you know, and that rolled over into how I viewed women, into how... I just, I viewed life in general, you know, it was just kind of one of those things of, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, but I still look up pornography, and oh yeah, I mean, I'm a Christian, that's okay, I still cuss and think about women this way and do these certain things and live this certain way, but I'm, I'm okay on Sundays, I'll go and be okay. 
That is not true Christianity. That is not bearing fruit. That is not, like I said, that is not the actions of a saved individual. Um, a lot of you could debate me on that, but Lord willing, I'll get time to go through the scriptures and we can have those talks. Um, anyways, about my 17-year-old year, 17 on up to where I am um, at 20 years old, the Lord really, and now let me back up just a little bit, the Lord has used all that has happened in my life to conform me to His image, to build me into who I am today in Him. It's really at 17, 18, 19, those, these older teenage years, I feel that I really have borne the fruit. I mean, I, there's, there's nights that I, I got down on my knees and just begged the Lord to save me and asked Him to save me. And it, it was of my own doing. It was hearing a gospel message because I would listen to sermons and stuff like that and hear the gospel preached. You know, and the God, I mean... I told you all the gospel at the beginning of this, but that, that man man is not good. We have no goodness within us. We are evil. We hate God. We are sexually immoral, idolaters, sensual, liars, cheaters, killers, everything. We have broken God's law. In the book of Romans, it talks about that there is no one righteous. No, not one. Talking about the whole human race. Since we're related to Adam... And everyone, um, you know, there is no goodness within us. We are all sinners damned to hell because of our sin. Simply because of our sin and the fact that God is a good God and that He is a holy God. There is no one like Him. He is perfect. He is holy. He is good. No one can approach His throne by ourselves. But what did God do? He sent His one and only Son, the image of Himself, the living, physical, breathing image of Himself, His Son, Jesus Christ. Why did He send Him? Into the world to save sinners. It's an act of grace. Jesus Christ walked this earth without blemish, without sin, perfect, fully God, fully man. He was handed over to the hands of sinful men, such as myself. He was crucified on a tree and God crushed him. God killed Jesus Christ on behalf of me, on behalf of you. God killed him. Every sin that you've done, every sin that I've done has been laid upon Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died, took the punishment meant for me and you. He was buried in the grave and God raised him from the grave on the third day. He appeared to more than 500 people and He ascended into heaven. Once again, this is all in the power of God. This is all in the power and plan of God. A redemptive work of God. You know, once I, once I began to hear that, really, oh, the Holy Spirit just working my mind to understanding that I, that I am a sinner, that I am damned to hell without Christ. Christ is the only way out, the only way to heaven, the only way to God. You know, once I understood that, I, mean, I really got down on my knees and begged for the Lord to save my soul. And I trust that He has because He is faithful to His Word. You know, the Bible talks about believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. 
you know, that's what I've chosen to do. And I trust, and I really meant it. I trust the Lord has saved me. And I've been shaky on my faith and gone, you know, not just, you know, back and forth. But there's been a change in my life. There's been a repentance once, you know, once I've turned to Him, He has changed so many things in my life. Maybe as this podcast goes on, Lord willing, I can share with you some of those stories of redemption that the Lord has done by His own work, by His own power. And so I'm trusting in Him. My faith alone is in the Lord Jesus. And I can say that with assurance today that there is a difference in my life because of the Lord and I'm not willing and wanting to go back. Yes, I do struggle with old desires and wanting to sin and I'll be honest with you, I do struggle with wanting to look at pornography again. It is a draw for many men, even men that are in the faith, but with the Lord's help I've been able to be free from it for a long time. Once again with the Lord's help. So, you know, that that's kind of kind of my testimony. Um, I, I just praise the Lord and thank the Lord for what, what He has done and that His grace is sufficient, His mercy is sufficient as well. And, um, you know, I pray that, that through this podcast, like I said, that, that for those of you who are my brothers and sisters in Christ, you come to know the Lord in a deeper way. And those of you who are not, that you would see Without the blood of Jesus in your life, without the blood of Jesus covering covering you, without the blood of Jesus on your case, you, you're not you're not gonna make it to heaven. It is my desire that you do make it to heaven. It is even the Lord Almighty's desire that you make it to heaven. But here's the truth: not everybody is going to make it to heaven. Not everybody is going to repent and turn to the Lord Jesus. That is the sad truth, but that's not what I desire nor what the Lord desires. He wants you to be saved. He wants you to come to Him. He sent Jesus so you could be saved through Him. Repent. Turn to the Lord Jesus. Turn your life over to Him. Surrender. Turn to Him in faith. Faith as small as a mustard seed will save you in the Lord. Um, you know, with all that being said, that's my testimony. That's a little bit of my story. Um, the Lord is continuing to work. The Lord is continuing to be faithful. I struggle every day. I'm not a perfect person. I'm a Christian. I'm the most imperfect person you've ever seen. Um, yeah, so that's, that's a little bit about me and my life. So thank you for joining this 12-minute, almost 13-minute episode of Tractor Talk with Lucas Carolyn, and I hope to be on here again, Lord willing, tomorrow. God bless. Over and out.